Hey folks, this is Wes Colton with the Introvert Unbound Podcast. For this episode, I want to talk to you about the differences between therapy and coaching. I'm a coach. I am not a therapist. I looked into going to some school programs for that. I even looked into potentially getting my PsyD, which is basically becoming a psychologist, and I decided not to. And the reason I decided not to is because I'm lazy. No, that's not the main reason, at least. Although the idea of going to six more years of school to be able to do a lot of the work that I'm already doing did sound silly. I mostly stayed as a coach because I'm good at it, and that's what I'm most interested in doing. So therapy is really important, and I am not trying to downplay therapy in any way. I've gotten therapy in the past. It's helped. I think it's a great thing. And I think if you think you might benefit from it, you just might. But coaching is more of here are the specific steps that you're going to take to make things happen in your life. So therapists can do that. And I think in many cases they do do that. And I think there is a ton of overlap and I work oftentimes closely with what my clients say their therapists are saying. So I, I think there is a lot of common ground, but think of it this way. If you are playing a particular sport, let's just say tennis, and you have a tennis coach, right? They're saying, all right, here's how you serve the ball. Oh, I noticed your feet positioning there is not very good. And they may even get into some sort of mindset stuff like, all right, you're really not having enough confidence in the way that your backhand is. And maybe even going in deeper in terms of some elements of psychology is like, it seems like you're out there and you don't even want to be out there. Why are you even doing this? But what they're not doing is they're not going really deep into the person's psyche. They're not saying things like, well, were your parents supportive of sports when you were younger? Or did you have any issues with just putting yourself out there in front of people? It's, it's not going to be a thing where you're talking to them about your feelings as much. And they're not trained to deal with that. Just like I, as a coach, I'm not trained for that. Now, this isn't to say that I don't talk to my clients about their problems. In fact, I do. In fact, that's a lot of what I do. But I feel like I would be, I would not be giving them their money's worth if my only job was to just listen to them. And I do listen to all my clients. That is, of course, extremely important. But you don't want to pay me for, say, an hour consult and just the whole time you are saying about how hard it is to get a girlfriend. Now, I'm going to elicit that information from you, and I want to know about that. But the idea of just getting your emotional difficulties out by talking to me, listen, it would be easy for me to just sit there doing a session and have you talk to me about that. That's, But I don't think that that is why you're paying me to do the consult. So I take that very seriously. And I have seen some coaches who literally just do that. It's kind of just like they're giving them affirmations all the time and just like, well, you're doing great. That's great. And I do that as well. Really important to let folks know, you know what? You're awesome. And look at what you're doing here. That's awesome. Definitely part of it. But if I'm not giving people concrete examples of how they can move things further in their life, 
I would not be doing my job. And that is, I feel like, the main purpose of a coach is to specifically say, these are the things that you can do. Where do you want to be? Let's move in that direction. One of the reasons I stopped doing therapy years ago was because, well, first of all, it felt very self-indulgent after a while because I was just going in there and like, all right, what am I going to complain about this week? And I think it was very useful for a little while. I was definitely in a difficult situation. This was over a decade ago and I had a lot of bad things happen or difficult things happen all at once that on their own wouldn't have been a big deal, but they brought me down because they happened all at once. And it was a really great thing because I really started to take a look at myself and therapy was instrumental. So again, I encourage therapy. But after a while, I was just saying things and then, yeah, I was coming up with ideas while I talked to my therapist. But I felt like in many ways I was doing all the work. And I guess that's sort of the point of therapy, which is fine, right? You're just there to, uh, well, the therapist is there almost as a sounding board. They're not necessarily there to give you specific advice and say how to move things forward. Sometimes, yes, but for the most part, that's not really their role. It's like you figure it out and you talk to them and they, they ask you questions. For coaching, I am going to give you advice. I am going to give you tips. I am going to give you specific information based on experience and research and knowledge. And sure, I'll want you to come to a lot of your own conclusions. And sure, I want to have conversations with you so you can figure a lot of stuff out yourself. And I'm constantly assessing whether people are ready for the next stage. But then I'm going to be there providing that next stage. Maybe I'll do some coyote teaching. It's a Native American concept where you sort of lay out little bits of information for you to sort of figure out on your own, but I'm deliberately doing that. So I'll do plenty of that. We do have a coach at Introvert Unbound, Regina Hopkins. She is also a licensed professional counselor, but when she's working in the capacity of Introvert Unbound, she is doing coaching as well. So that's kind of a hybrid approach in a sense in that she has that background of therapy, but when she's coaching, it's different. And that, that is important to know because you got to decide first, do I need a therapist or do I need a coach? The reality is I would say a lot of people could benefit from both. I would say if you need a therapist or you feel like you need a therapist, you probably also need a coach. I would say there are a lot of people out there who just need a coach and not a therapist. And maybe, and maybe there are some people who just need therapy and they just need to get through certain things emotionally before they can actually start taking action. But I don't even know if I believe that. I think, sure, you could do stuff on your own and, and, and everything like that. But the difference between coming up with stuff on your own and having a coach is that, well, I'm an expert, right? I'm an expert in introvert socializing and dating. That's what I devoted myself to. I've studied Myers-Briggs type indicators, so I know all about being an introvert and a dating coach and social stuff. Uh, what I've said before is, yeah, I'm a social integrator. And that doesn't mean that here's how to be beloved by everyone. No, no, no. It's just, if you're weird like me, or if you're not weird, <laughs> or if you're just an introvert, I can show you how to kind of integrate yourself, to find your place in society, not become the most popular person in the world. I have no interest in that. And I have no interest in teaching that, even if I knew that. It's not about that. It's just, we find where you fit. That's kind of our slogan at Introvert Unbound. We find where you fit. And 
We do that through giving you drills, through talking about specific things you can do with your day, as in go out there and talk to this person. What are the strategies you need? And then some understanding of what it's like to be an introvert. And okay, your energy is going to run out after so many hours. But guess what? Why don't you try and see if you can go three hours without getting exhausted? Oh, you might get a little tired. You might be a little uncomfortable. But are you really out of energy? Let's just see. So I can give you those specific steps, like teaching you how to serve a a tennis ball better, to, to be a better tennis player, to have a better forehand and a backhand and things like that. So that's what the coach does. And personally, I wish coaching was more popular when I was younger. I say this a lot, that I try to be the coach I wish I had when I was younger and it didn't exist much. And yeah, there is also a lot of stigma in the dating coaching world. And with good reason, a lot of folks are, I don't want to say scammers. Some of them are scammers. A lot of them just don't really know what they're talking about in terms of how to communicate. Here's how you can do things and here's how it can work for you. The ones who actually are successful with women, a lot of the times they're just, they've been that way, you know, and it's, if you're always good at something, you can't really teach it very well necessarily. You think of a lot of the best coaches in terms of NFL or Major League Baseball and stuff like that. A fair amount of them were in the professional leagues, but almost none of them were really great or really well known. Some of them, some of them were, but most of them weren't because that's you don't have to be a somebody who hits 52 home runs a year to be able to show somebody how to swing a baseball bat, right? You have to understand how to swing a baseball bat. You need to be able to do it yourself to a certain degree of proficiency, that's for sure. But you don't actually have to be in the big leagues. You have to be able to understand it, to be able to pick it apart, and most importantly, to be able to communicate it. And I'm not saying this because, oh, well, see, I suck at dating and I'm still going to teach you. First of all, there is no real concept of suck or being good at dating, let's just say. But in terms of finding the women who are a match for you, that's what I became good at. And I learned to actually really socialized with people who I didn't resonate with. And that was important for a while. And then I realized, wow, I can get along with these people, but should I even be? You know, Not that I shouldn't be friends with them or talk to them or things like that, but these are not the right people for me. So I got pretty proficient with it. But then ironically, I learned to kind of go back to the beginning as in I should just be finding what is right for me. And this is not about applying to the lowest common denominator, right? So you look at popular music. What are the most popular songs in the world? Are they going to be around in 20 years? Are they going to be remembered as some of the best written songs? Probably not, right? Because they're they're competent, but they're just generic. They want to appeal to the masses. I'm not even saying that in a negative way. I'm just stating a fact. They're like, all right, what can get the most people to be like, yeah, that's kind of cool for a couple months and listen in their car for a couple months and then never again. That's, that's how a lot of guys go about dating. And yeah, if your goal is to just date as many people as possible, then I guess that's what you should do. But if your goal is to find where you fit, that's not the best way of going about it. At the same time, you should always be talking to as many people as possible and, and practice 
socializing with whoever might be out there, but you're not trying to impress them. You're not trying to win them over. So that's just another distinction to make. But back to the concept of coach versus therapist. If you are really in a tight spot, so if you're really having trouble connecting with people, if you have just a lot of anger, resentment, anxiety, depression, you probably do want to talk to a therapist. It's, it's an extremely important thing. There is no stigma, or at least very stigma, very little stigma anymore. It used to be an embarrassing thing, but now people do it all the time. And I would say, if anything, it's like too permissible because people just do therapy every week for their entire life and they're not looking at the coaching component. They're not looking at, okay, I'm getting a handle on this emotional stuff. Then how do I get out the door and do something with it? So like there are business coaches out there, right? And of course you want to be able to be in a headspace where you can run a good business, but the business coach is going to teach you about mindset, but they're not going to go deep into your psyche. That's not their job. Their job is to show you how to set up the business, how to attract clients, things like that. And, and I think that's the distinction people need to make. So are you in a really tight spot? Check out a therapist. And doesn't mean you have to do it constantly, just you can do it intermittently. That's really helpful. Then what information are you learning from that? What are your next steps? A lot of times they're not going to be able to say, okay, well, you need to go out there and here's where you would find people to talk to, right? They might say, you need to, you need to socialize more, but not how to do it. And as an introvert, it's that how-to that is the hardest part. You know, people could say, oh, you need to work out. Like, okay, great. How do I do it? Which exercises do I do? What form do I take? Which ones should I avoid? Oh, what happens if I injure myself here? Things like that. That is what a fitness coach teaches you. And when it comes to being an introvert, particularly one who wants to be a part of the social world, coaching is really, really helpful. Now, it could be as simple as I wrote the Introvert Men's Dating Guide. You can check that out on Amazon for your Kindle, and you can also just do it on your desktop through an app, a Kindle app, and I believe even for your phone, so you don't even need to get a Kindle to be able to read that. But that's a lot of information in one place. That is my coaching. But um, yeah, I, I talk about mindset a lot. So that's one of the overlaps between the coaching and the therapy is that that overlap between, okay, where is my head at? Why is it really important that I believe in myself? How do I work on my self-confidence? So talking to a therapist over years and years can help with your self-confidence, can also erode it. Are they really giving you drills and specific things that you can do in your life to build your confidence? And I talk about that stuff a lot. It's a very mis understood topic in terms of being confident, how to be confident. You don't, just, you don't be it, you build it, how to do that. So again, it's a stepping stone, that therapy. And then there are those aspects of where is your head at? Because if you just go through the motions of, oh, here is what you would say to somebody, that's not enough. So personally, in my coaching, I use a lot of aspects that might tie into therapeutic aspects. Like I said, with mindset and headspace and things like that, which I think are extremely, extremely important. So I'm not just doing what 
you know, a fitness coach would say, which is, you know, lift the barbell or whatever. And the thing is, a lot of the really good fitness coaches don't just say that. They do talk about your mindset. They do talk about, do you, why are you doing this exercise? What is behind it? So that's really what makes a coach that's going to work for you. I, in the past, when I had done a little bit of dating coaching or got some dating coaching, they didn't really get into that so much. And it was kind of more mechanical and I just wasn't a huge fan. So while I did learn some concepts and maybe even techniques, I guess, it wasn't very useful for maintaining my introvert energy and making sense of the world as an introvert. It just, the information wasn't there. I don't think they had that. So at Introvert Unbound, we do have that information. And like I said, go to a therapist. What are the things you're working on with your therapist? We can incorporate that in your coaching because we don't want to work in a way that's at cross purposes. And at the same time, we definitely do want to find what dovetails. So it's like, well, right now we're talking a lot about how I've not valued myself much as a person because I used to get picked on a lot as a kid and I still have that inside me. It's like, okay, well, that's really helpful for me to know. So then I can be like, I don't need to push him this hard on this because he might be a little vulnerable. But at the same time, we do want to push the boundary on this. At the same time, we need to work on this. So maybe it's a matter of if if you've had problems with being accepted, let's let's find some groups that you share some interests and you'll find that you'll be able to have conversations with them because you have these shared interests. And then all of a sudden you realize, hey, I am being accepted here. And that over time will make you more comfortable in just talking to other people. And then you realize, oh, this people don't, these people don't like me, but these people do. So the idea of one person or some people not liking me doesn't automatically mean no one likes me like I might've felt when I was a kid. So that's why that stuff is really useful. We let the therapist direct all that not going to second guess the therapist because they're, they have training that I do not have. I've read a lot of psychology. I'm familiar enough so that if something is brought up, I can help address it in terms of coaching. And some circumstances, it could be that the therapist even makes recommendations for the coaching, totally willing to do things like that. So I'm not going to go on much more about it, but I just wanted to broach that topic because it does come up a lot. And it's part of the reason that my coaching style doesn't work for everyone. So if you do just want to be told that everything you're doing is awesome all the time, I'm probably not the coach for you. Now, I'm not a mean person and I'm not going to, I'm not a drill sergeant and I'm not going to insult you or anything like that. And I am actually going to encourage you and I'm going to say positive things about you and I'm going to want to hear your accomplishments and want to hear your frustrations, but I want to turn that into action. So I'm going to devise actions. So I'm going to come up with tailor-made solutions to your problem. I'm going to suggest them to you. I'm going to write out what you're going to do, and I'm going to hold you accountable for that. I'm going to make sure that you follow up on it if you continue working with me, because I want you to succeed. So yeah, I am like a football coach in that regard, or, or, or a karate sensei, however you want to put it. I'm going to be there. I'm, I have a masculine approach. I don't mean in terms of like, oh, I'm just like this dude and I'm going to, you know, be such a dick. That's not what I'm talking about. But it's like, okay, this is the problem. Let's deal with it. There's that whole concept. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. 
by John Gray, that book. And there's some great stuff in that. And it talks about how a lot of the times one of the biggest issues men and women and couples have is that, say, a woman will bring up problems she has at work and say, yeah, my boss, my boss is being a, r- a real dick and I just need to, I, don't, I just, it's really hard. So as a man, the masculine approach, which the concept of masculinity doesn't always overlap with being a man, whatever, look that up yourself. But um, the idea uh, uh, as a man or a masculine approach would be saying, okay, your boss is being dick. Well, here's what you need to do. Step one, you need to find out if there is a way you can transfer yourself to another sector or step two, there might be a way that you can find another job. Step three, you know, or maybe you, uh, well, what, what is he doing wrong? Maybe we can get him fired and you can take his position. That would be the masculine approach. And What's funny is we men, we think we're helping when we're doing that because that's what we expect from other men. If I told a dude friend of mine, hey man, I'm having a problem at work and then they just say, aw, that sounds really difficult. I'd be like, yeah, so do you have any help for me or what? And a lot of the times in a relationship with a woman, she just wants you to listen. Now, if she does want assistance and at some point once she's processed, she probably will or she often will want to take action, then you can suggest it. But it's a very difficult thing as a man because that comes naturally to us. So I'm saying all that because that is what I bring to coaching. Now, I have enough in touch with my feminine side where I can listen and I can listen the whole damn session, but I am not there to just listen. So I would suggest that you find other folks who would be kind of that that listener, right? Who you wouldn't be paying for an hourly coaching. Tell me about your problems. Do not hold back on any of that. I am not in any way suggesting that, oh, but don't tell me that. I don't want to hear it. No, no. I do want to hear it, but I want to hear enough where then I can start suggesting things for you to do about it because I want you to succeed. I want you to move forward. And that's why I'm here. That's what a coach is. And I hope that makes sense. I I hope you understand that. I hope you get what type of coach I am and what type of coach I'm not. I have to admit, a lot of the reason why I don't work with many women is because I have found that a lot of men who are dating coaches for women focus on the, oh, really? Oh, wow. He was really, that was really terrible. And that's their whole session. And I'm not saying that's a scam, right? But I'm saying that if I did that for a whole session, I would feel like I'm ripping somebody off. And I know a lot of people benefit from that. But again, that's a therapist. And you want a professional to be handling those sorts of aspects in terms of a medical professional, a psychologist or psychiatrist when it comes to those deep-seated feelings. I'm Dabbling in that sort of stuff is... Risky business. I, I I don't want to do that because I don't have that training. I think that's almost irresponsible. Doesn't mean I can't listen to problems. Doesn't mean I can't process that and help you process it. But then I want to say, okay, knowing that, here is the next step. And that's what Introvert Unbound is all about. That's what being an introvert in a mostly extroverted world is about. We have to, an analogy can be like use an adapter right? We're, we're fine. Our plug is fine the way it is. And for much of life, it's excellent. But for some circumstances to fit into a certain uh, aspect of society, we do 
benefit from an adapter. We're still ourselves. We just find that way to integrate. And that's what Introvert Unbound is all about. Check out more of our articles, videos, more of the podcast at introvertunbound.com. Check out the website and be sure to pick up the introvert men's dating guide on kindle it's 4.99 it's next to nothing for a bunch of wisdom and i'm just going to come out and say it whether that sounds arrogant or not i have accumulated a lot of information over the years about being an introvert and how to navigate the world and a lot of it is in that book just in one place now if you want more tailored information you got to work with me one-on-one but it's a great place to start and you can keep coming back to it and it doesn't matter what your situation is if you are just starting dating or never have dated or you are an experienced dater or you were in a marriage and now you're divorced and getting back out there The Introvert Men's Dating Guide is the first step. I've looked at other books that are out there. I got to say it. There's some great stuff out there, but they don't cover what I cover. So I wrote the Bible on it and you should pick it up. Like that's just me. That's me being a coach advocating for what I think is best for you. And let's say you're, so let's say you hate every aspect of it. You're out $4.99, right? Something that you should do. So thanks for listening. Until next time, keep being awesome. Hey folks, this is Wes Colton, coach and founder of Introvert Unbound. I hope you got something out of the latest podcast. And if you'd like to keep up on future episodes, be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, or wherever else you found us. If you want to go a bit deeper, please go to introvertunbound.com and sign up for our free monthly email newsletter. And if you're serious about developing a more fulfilling social, dating, and professional life, email me at Wes at introvertunbound.com for your free 20-minute zero-obligation online consult where we'll come up with a game plan for you to leverage your strengths, overcome your obstacles, and become the Introvert Unbound.